Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Stay tuned right now for the three love ladies, Terry Brinkater, Kathy Enderbrock, and Evelyn Davison. It's time for Love Talk. Good afternoon, this is Evelyn, and thank you, John. We are in the studio today with our good lady, love lady friends, Miss Kathy and DeBrock. Hello, friends. This is Carrie Brinkater. And we want to identify ourselves today so you'll know who's talking, who's having fun, and who is absolutely on top of the world. Well, I'm having fun today, Evelyn. It has been a great day. My honey started me out with a cup of coffee in bed, which is, you know, aside from a worship song in the morning, that gets me up and going. So it's a good day. How about you, Carrie? Oh, man, this morning I got up. My husband went to, we're, we're uh, flipping a house in Georgetown, and he's been getting up early, early, <clears throat> excuse me, every single day before work to go and work at that house. And I got up and did my workout and fixed my kids their morning smoothies and my smoothie, and I came to do Love Talk. Oh, today. we are ready to go, girls. <laughs> <laughs> we are ready. Well, I'm excited because um, this is, we are taping this program uh, today, and we're taping a little bit ahead because, Kathy, you'll be leaving us going back up to... To Idaho, up to Boise, Idaho, and all of the incredible people up there. I mean, it's definitely not Texas, but it is a sister city of Austin, mm-hmm. so it makes it that. a little bit better. I would love to come visit you. 
Well, we have. I have never been been to Idaho, and the kid, you know, we added three states to the kids. We kind of keep track of. They think it's fun to keep track of how many states they've been to, right? And they got to when I was coaching, they got to travel with me quite a bit, so they they experienced a lot of different states. But we have never been to Idaho or anywhere up in that area, and so man, we could. It is we such, could bust out a lot of states coming could. to visit you. And so you generally you you drive through about four or five states to get up there, depending on which route you take. And it's it's a beautiful part of the United States. I mean, it has just given me such a, a great appreciation of this land that God blessed us mm. with as Americans from the east coast to the west coast, from our northern border to our southern border. It is an amazing, beautiful land. And, of course, Yellowstone, uh, one of our national parks, is there with all of their geysers and breathtaking scenery. And, and um, Yellowstone is about five hours from our house. So you can actually mm-hmm. make the trip up, go to the Grand Tetons, go to Jackson Hole, go through Yellowstone, and then cut right across and get over to our house and come visit. Oh, my stars, I would love it. I like it. that invitation. Right? <laughs> well, I kind of invited are. myself, but that's okay. No, hey, listening <laughs> friends, you just get a hold of me. If you want to come and check out Boise, Idaho, you give me an email or send me a call. Well, go to the website. That's right. At uh, lovetalknetwork.com, you come let us know that you want to come up and visit Boise, Idaho. We've got a guest room for you. And we are excited about a number of things that are going on. The fact that we've had you all summer, Kathy's just been a gift from God. And we're going to be talking about gifts today because um, we look to him for everything we need. But there are a lot of things that um, we see that we'd like to have that he's not gifted us with in in some areas. Uh, but it is exciting to know that we've had a wonderful time this summer going through some major teaching and talking about things that we're going to be interested in and, and really developing in the next uh, six or eight months as you go back up to Boise and then when you come back next summer. Uh, as we begin to move out back out into the world and do some seminars and do some traveling and speaking, and we have many opportunities to do that. So uh, thank you for this wonderful summer. And thank uh, you, Miss Carrie, for all your good help. You are just a, you're a double arm of love. <laughs> I tell you what, Miss Evelyn, this is a, a huge blessing for me. And, Kathy, I will echo what, what Miss Evelyn said. It has been so delightful to have you in studio with us. And, listeners, we will have Kathy with us um, over the next few months. So do not despair. Your, your, your girl, Kathy, will be with us. Just make sure you continue to tune in. That's right. I'm going to be Skyping in, and that's fun. And, you know, it has taught me, you know, we get on and we text each other and we FaceTime and we Skype. But, friends, I have just learned so much this summer that there is something about face-to-face contact, Mm -hmm. about getting across the table, about being hand-in-hand, about touching that person across from you, about holding hands with your friend, with your guy. No, no social media can replace that, that person that Jesus has placed in front of us. And so we want to be effective touching the world right where we're at and sharing the gifts that God has given us with the world around us. Well, it's been an exciting journey as we've done some wonderful things this summer and as we look toward, as I said, uh, days ahead. But one of the things that we want to really nail down today is we uh, kind of wrap up this summer series, and that is uh, what is the fruit of our being here? 
what is it that will last as a result of the teachings and and encouragement and all those things that we we've done this summer um so we wanted to wrap up this season today in talking about uh, what I call my life verse, which is from John fifteen sixteen, and this is what it says: Amplified, Evelyn, Amplified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And not only have I chosen you, but I planted you. I have ordained you. I've anointed you. I have appointed you to grow up. And be a tree that bears fruit, that your fruit might be lasting. And so we're going to talk about fruit today. Because one of the things that happens when we come to know the reality of the love of Jesus Christ is that he fulfills the promise that he made the disciples and all those who've come before us. And that is, is that I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And he says that he will gift us with what it is that we need to be an ambassador for him in a world in which we live in. When we look at it, Kathy, that we were, we live in the United States of America. We live in mm. Texas, Carrie. So blessed. It, the odds of three ladies coming together <laughs> who love each other to do that is just tremendous. Mm-hmm. But when we look at it, we know that he has a plan for each one of us a plan for life, and a plan for love. And when we come to know the reality of that, we're going to talk a little bit later about how that comes together and is formulated. But when we look at the reality of that, that he has a special vested interest in each of us, that we would work that field. We would be that anointed person. And one of the things that he does for us is he gives us with some very special abilities and gifts. They're not attributes. They are very special gifts. And they're called gifts of the Spirit because it is as we learn to follow the Lord Jesus, as we learn to listen to Him and follow Him and talk to Him and even reason with Him, He opens the door for us to be what it is He's designed us to be. And each one of us are different. We have different spiritual gifts. And those are things you can't buy. Those are things that the Holy Spirit deposits in our life. Some of us have a number, and some of us just have maybe one. Some of us don't even know we have gifts. Some of them I'm not very good at, Miss Evelyn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are very special, Miss Carrie. So let's let's just plow into it today, Miss Carrie. You, You have to establish an outline to go by. And so what is it that you would say? Well, I love the way that, you know, listening friends, if you're, if you're new to this, if you're new to the Bible, if you're new to Christianity, and you're going, fruit of the Spirit, what in the world does that mean? Miss Evelyn has set it up beautifully for you. It's just gifts, gifts of the Spirit. And as we go through these gifts of the Spirit, or as the Bible calls them, fruit of the Spirit, I want you to think about this. When was the last time you went to the doctor? When was the last time you had a checkup? Oh, girl. Oh, don't I, remind me. I know. <laughs> I am so bad at this. I don't even have a general practitioner. People ask me, well, who's your doctor? Uh, I don't have one. I mean, it's so bad. I, I never go to the doctor. I, I Okay, I, I feel very blessed by that, right? I I, I go for a yearly checkup. Um, but other than that, when was the last time 
you went to the doctor. You know, we, we do need to go to the doctor. We need to get eye exams. We need our children uh, have to get, my, my girl has to get an athletics physical this year going into seventh grade. Um, ladies, you should always get your mammograms every year. Um, Ms. Evelyn can attest to that. But when was the last time you had a spiritual checkup? And going through and preparing these notes for production today, boy, was I given a spiritual checkup. I love the title of this, Spiritual Fitness 101. That's right up my alley, right? It would be a coach. <laughs> spiritual Fitness 101. Is this going to be like a spiritual boot camp this spiritual morning? Spiritual boot camp. That's oh, right. okay. Push-ups. I'm ready for That's it. That's right. Spiritual push-ups for everybody today. Um, Fruit of the Spirit is just basically a, a biblical term. That Miss Evelyn said are these gifts that come to us um, after we receive the Holy Spirit. Galatians, here's our, our 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 verse for the day, verses for the day that anchor us are Galatians five, twenty-two and twenty-three. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Mm-hmm. Oh, how beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Kathy, oh, there is a hard part to this, though. There's a hard part to these fruit of the Spirit. What is that? Well, really, we can't pick and choose. We, we can't, can't pick and yeah. choose. <laughs> They're gifts. They, they are gifts that the Holy Spirit gives with us, that he deposits within us. And, um, you know, you can say, oh, I'm, I'm just... I'm terrible at that one, or, or what if I don't have that one? And, you know, it's really interesting. The um, the Apostle Paul, he kind of, he, he looks at it this way. He kind of frames this for us in Romans 7, um, verses 5 through 6. He says, when we are controlled by our old nature, sinful desires were at work within us, and the law aroused these evil desires that produced a harvest of sinful deeds resulting in death. But now... Now we have been released from the law, for we die to it and are no longer captive to its power. Now we can serve God, not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the spirit. And, you know, this summer we've talked about loving and living the word. And I love this, that we're stepping into this day um, living in the spirit because it is such an incredible way of life. And when we talk about the abundant life, abundance comes from the Holy Spirit living within us, working within us. Um, each step and each word each day. Well, you know, Kathy, when you look at it from the point of view of what God has to say, uh, there there is just one major fruit of the Spirit, and that's love. Mm-hmm. And out of love come all of these other things. Mm-hmm. But we want to come back after we take our break here from some of those people that pay for us to be here. Believe that. Thank you. Sponsor. I love our sponsors. <laughs> Thank you, sponsors. Oh, such, such good businesses. <laughs> uh, talk about what... What does spring forth from a tree that is a love tree right after this? Stay with us. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 
404-512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Let's get back with the three love ladies, Carrie Brinkater, Kathy Enderbrock, and Evelyn Davison. You're listening to Love Talk right here on The Bridge. You know, girls, uh, as we uh, talk about those sponsors, they love us. We've got sponsors that have been with us 33 years. Oh, man. That's amazing. They're great businesses to work with. Yes. And, you know, if you're interested in doing that, give us, give me a call on the love line. We are, we do need a new one um, at 512-249-6535. But, Kathy, when we went out, we were talking, Carrie, we were talking about what it is that we get what we get is what we say in Texas. <laughs> what we get uh, that is so powerful that helps us become the love image of Jesus Christ. And as I said, it's the number one gift is love. And out of love comes these other gifts. And when we look at it, uh, you know, if if the fruit of the Spirit is love and it's manifested, how is it manifested out in the world? It comes through. We're going to talk about four of those today. We're going to talk about joy, peace, patience, and kindness. But remembering but out of all this, you don't get it until the Lord gives it to you. Mm-hmm. And you don't get Him until you actually come to the point in life where you give yourself to Him. So you give to get. And so let's talk about that, Miss Miss Carrick. Let's talk about joy. I tell you what, Miss Evelyn, joy. Um, people that know me, I think this is probably the attribute that God has laid upon me the most. Um, people say, "Gosh, you're so joyful. You're so happy. You're so this." You know, you're, and I, I guess I am, and I, I love that, um, and I, I'm, I'm proud of that attribute that the Lord has given me, and um, I, I'm so thankful for that. I wish he'd bestow on me a few more of these, but I need practice. And that's a spiritual fitness 101. For some of these, we have to practice, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> so, Joy, do you experience joy on a daily basis? And this doesn't mean, you know, what's your mood today. That That's not what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's basically this love from the Lord that kind of exudes through your pores, right? Okay, so um, Carrie, are you telling me that joy is not dependent on what time of the month it is? That's exactly, <laughs> okay. that's exactly right. The day or the that's hour exactly of the right. day. Exactly joy right. is Jesus over you. Isn't that the, lovely? It is. You stop and think about it. He says he will be with us to the very end. And he said, I don't know. I, there's a lot I can do. And one of the things I can do is give you joy, and it comes from him. I have a friend who, she has eight children. She has homeschooled them all. And I tell you what, that woman is the epitome of joy. Her face is in the dictionary next to joy. Every time I see her, she's smiling. She's happy. She's got this love of Jesus She's, her children are delightful. What's her name? Her name is Angie Day. Angie Day. Angie Day. And she is delightful. Her husband is the same way. His name is Tracy. And their children are precious. She has two that are going to be in college this year, all the way down to kids still in grade school. And um, I tell you what, when I see her, she just exudes joy. And when I leave her presence, I'm just like, Oh, it's just so you, when you leave her presence, you just feel mm-hmm. Jesus all over you. That is joy. Now, 
We don't have to join a gym to get joy for this spiritual fitness. We, you know, a single day will not get us in shape. That's why we have to practice. And to practice joy, Miss Evelyn, I just think about, you know, whenever the children are kind of bickering with one another or I burned dinner, that happens quite frequently, or, you know, something. Eric always tells me, baby, it doesn't matter how bad you burn it as long as I have ketchup. Oh, I didn't know that. Get your ranch dressing. There you go. Um, You know, the joy of the Lord in those times whenever things aren't going perfectly, it's it's a matter of a choice of us Mm -hmm. deciding how we're going to react to what's going on, right? right? And so... As we go through these spiritual these spiritual gifts um, that the Lord bestows upon us, we want to ask ourselves a spiritual fitness question for okay. each one. Okay, so for joy, Kathy, how can we actually practice joy on a day to day basis? Okay, well, so for me, you know, joy is not something that exudes from all of my pores. <laughs> oh, I disagree. Well, okay, so I, let me let me. I want to clarify on this. Um, I, you know, because you can't manufacture these things. And right. so when I was a baby Christian and and I, I believed that Jesus had died on the cross for me, I believed that he paid that penalty of death mm-hmm. uh, that, 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 that I could not, I couldn't do that myself. And... Um, and so I had seen the fruits of spirit. I, I, I learned about them in, in Sunday school. And so I thought, okay, I, these are what, this is what I need to do to be a good Christian. I need mm-hmm. to be joyful, right? I need to be patient. In order to be a good Christian, I have to do this. And so I kind of got it flipped around. Mm-hmm. I had a very wrong thinking in my mind. I thought that on my own, I could manufacture these things. Mm-hmm. And it was exhausting. And and I would just say, okay, today I'm going to be joyful. Today I'm going to be joyful. Today I'm going to be patient. Today I'm going to be gentle. And it was exhausting. And by the end of the day, I had beaten myself up so bad. I was exhausted. I was beat up. I had fallen short. You felt like you had failed. Yes, I felt like I had failed, that I wasn't a good Christian. Why couldn't I be a good Christian? I wanted to be a good Christian. So here is what I, I, you know, the Lord taught me by spending time in his word and spending time with him and being around women who really got it. And that is, we cannot manufacture this stuff. You can't manufacture it. You will be exhausted if you try and you will never be happy if you try, but it is a free gift that he gives you through the Holy Spirit. So when, when you accept him as Lord, when you engage in this personal relationship with him, when you go and, and, and start out the day, and this is what I do now, I start out the day with him. Sometimes it's in prayer. Sometimes it's just turning on a worship song and, and worshiping him and, and pray, praising while I'm putting on my makeup in the morning. Sometimes it's um, getting those special text downloads and doing a little devotional and getting his word in my heart and, and just being with him at the start of the day. And his Holy Spirit, it's, it's just like it. he then gives me the joy. He, he gives me that for the day and what he pours into me, then I, I don't have to manufacture it. I just have to pour it out on other people. Right. And I tell him, okay, Lord, I'm going to keep pouring this out until it's gone. So once you know I'm depleted, you better pour some more back in there. And it has, 
you know, and I believe that he has also, not only does he pour joy into us, but he puts joy into the day. He will build joy into that day for us. And we have to be willing to be in joy, to enjoy the day. That's it. To, to see what he is doing. Enter built. into it. Yes. And so it has given me this whole new perspective of enjoying enjoy the day that he has made and I have found then that joy has become a strength for me it has given Mm. me strength rather than leaving me exhausted it exhilarates me and there's a verse in Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 and it says the joy of the Lord is your strength and I you know I just I love it those little tiny bits that when you finally get, you're like, this is too good to be true. And I get it. I get it. It's not a burden on my back. It's a spring under my feet. And it makes such a difference. It does make a difference, right? It's scary. Oh, my goodness. I love that, Kathy. I love how you said that that you had it kind of flipped. You know, you were trying, trying, trying to do all these things of your own volition, right? You know, you're you're trying to do it yourself. (laughs) And then you miraculously you said, okay, Lord, just please do it for me. And and now it's easier. And, and I love that. I love that. Um, as we get into some of these other spiritual gifts, friends, you'll find that Miss Evelyn is great at many of these. I struggle with some of these. I'm good at some of these. It, you know, the Lord has gifted me with some of these, I guess, is how I should phrase that. Absolutely. You know, and Kathy as well. So as we go through these, and this will be this week and next week, listening friends, we'll go through all of these attributes and um, want you to continue to do your spiritual fitness checkup 101. The next one that we want to think about is peace. You know, that is uh, <clears throat> that is something that the whole world decides, desires, mm. is to have peace. And so often it's because we don't know the Prince of Peace that creates all the turmoil, not only in our lives, but in the lives of others. And in Romans 5, 1, it says, Since we have been justified through faith, we have peace in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So this basically is a principle. If we don't have the Lord Jesus, what do we not have? Do not have peace. We do not have peace. That's true. We don't have peace. And peace is not like lack of conflict. It means that you can take a station position and know that wherever I am, the Lord is fighting the battle. The Old Testament says the battle is the Lord's. You know, and I think when you say, you know, if peace is not a lack of conflict, well, peace is a lack of, is, is a lack of conflict with God. It's, it's saying, saying, I am not where I, I, that one relationship that will anchor my soul, that will um, get my feet steadfast. There is peace with that relationship. And then he will step out. And, and then, Evelyn, we don't have to worry about the conflict that's going on around us. Um, the conflict in the world, that's oh, okay. Yes. When we have peace with God, we can step into the world with peace in our hearts. You know, we were saying earlier how blessed we are that we were born in the United States of America mm-hmm. and Texas. And Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but we're sharing you with Boise. But, you know, when we look at uh, the spiritual uh, fitness checkup questions, in kinds of conflict, let me ask you this. Do you strive to make peace or do you add fuel to the fire? Oh, ouch. Do you strive to know the difference between godly peace and world peace? We we really are dealing with it right this right now as we move in, move into the election in a few weeks. It is exciting to know 
that we do not live this life alone. But because of the Prince of Peace has come, and he is coming again, we have the assurance and the and absolutely the guarantee. Guarantee. Yes, guarantee. That's a Texas word. Guarantee that he is involved in our life and that nothing can rob us of our peace in him. We need to take our break. When we come back, Kathy, let's just talk about the next one. And we, what we want to do is is move it to the point that you can look at yourself and begin to to seek God for that for that special gift that He wants to give you if you are not a Christian. Remember, you have to have Jesus to have peace. Stay with us for Love Talk. Daily hope, daily healing, daily talk and information. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. America is being pummeled with horrific problems, political, social, cultural, and spiritual. The 15th anniversary of 9-11 is a reminder for all of us to raise a banner of praise and prayer for our police, firemen, and military. We at The Bridge and Texas National Day of Prayer ask you to join us in praising and praying for all of our first responders. Yard signs are available at ndpaustin.org or call 512-249-6535. It is time, time now to raise the banner of praise and prayer for our police, firemen, and military, as in God we trust. Get your yard signs at ndpaustin.org or call 512-249-6535. Let's return now to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock, and Carrie Brinkater. Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk, 1120 The Bridge. You're here today with the love ladies, Miss Evelyn Davison. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and we have Kathy Enderbrock in studio as well today. We are talking about spiritual fitness 101 today, friends, and talking about these spiritual gifts, the fruit of the Spirit. And we touched a little bit on love and how love is given to us to begin with. And when we come to know the Holy Spirit and then each of these each of these gifts are bestowed upon us in turn. Talked about joy and now we're talking about peace. And Miss Evelyn left us with these two bombshell questions. In times of conflict, do you strive to make peace or do you add fuel to the fire? And... Do you strive to know the difference between godly peace and world peace? Kathy, help. Well, I love that last question, you know, because when when everyone says, look, if you had one wish, what would you wish for? And they'll go, world World peace. peace. You know what? That's that's just not quite there. You want that Mm -hmm. godly peace, that relationship with God through the Lord Jesus. And, you know, I love it when you have that. There's this... um, this letter that Paul wrote to the church in Philippi, and there's one section out of it, and, and in your Bible, it, it is um, denoted as chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, and I have this entire verse hanging on a big kind of tapestry. Mm-hmm. When you walk into my house, if you look to the right, there it is, and it says this, be anxious for nothing, nothing. but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds.
minds through Jesus Christ. And, you know, I love this little phrase that Paul added in there about the peace that it surpasses all understanding, Mm -hmm. like the peace which bloweth your mind, okay, (laughs) which you can never explain. Like, that is the kind of peace that we're talking about here. Um, and, and, And that comes through the Holy Spirit, and it guards your heart, and it guards your mind. I think, Kathy, when I think about peace um, through the Lord Jesus Christ, what I think about is I try to imagine a world where we could have winsome conversations instead of heated screaming matches, Mm. right, where you can sit across the table from somebody and have a well-thought-out, logical conversation and not get feelings hurt because of all the political correctness, yada, yada, you, that drives me a little bit crazy, where we can actually have a conversation and disagree, and it's okay. You know, I I was watching this one uh, pastor who who spoke it at one of the churches within Austin. I was just watching the video because a friend sent it to me and said it was very, very good. And he said, you know, when we are stepping out to plant the gospel right where we are, before we get busy planting, we need to ask them questions and be busy listening. And so um, he now has planted a very successful church in Boston, which is like Boston's like the graveyard where Mm -hmm. church plants die, like 80% of church Mm -hmm. plants die. But before he ever started this church plant, he sat down and just interviewed people and asked them three questions. He goes, look, I'll I'll buy you a meal and coffee. Um, And he didn't identify himself as a pastor. He's like, I'm doing research. And so he (laughs) says, I have three questions for, for you. What do you believe? Why do you believe it? And what difference has it made in your life? Oh, that, the third question is the best one, yes, right? What difference right. has it made in your life? And so, you know, when we are talking about spiritual fitness 101, let's ask ourselves that. What do we believe? Why do we believe it? And what difference is it making in our lives? Because every one of these things that we're talking about, friends, that we're sharing with you, it should be making a profound impact in your life. Well, in Romans, Paul says, you know, Paul, he's, I tell you what, what a great orator, what a great writer. I mean, he he had so many, teacher, wonderful things to say. In Romans, he says this, if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. You know, stirring the pot, stirring the fire, I've coached so many young women who, that's kind of what they thrived on is the stirring the pot and and uh, kind of throwing kindling on that fire. And then I've coached so many young women who were like, uh, nope, I'm going to throw water on that and we are going to be done. And that is what Paul was talking about. You know, uh, live peaceably, if at all possible, live peaceably uh, together. And, oh, man, so peace, you have to have Jesus Christ before you can have peace. And there is a huge difference between having godly peace and world peace. As we move on today, friends, um, we want to start talking about patience. That's our next one. Love, joy, peace, (laughs) patience. Every time I start talking about the fruit of the Spirit, I cannot get it out of my head. My kids had this song when they were little, that they learned, and I sing it in my head every time. You know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace, 
patience, kindness, and goodness. And it goes on and on and on. I will spare you the singing, but I, I, I Was love that. Was that singing, Carrie? No. I, it's okay. my, my singing voice is terrible, so I can't do it. <laughs> I wish that, that I you wish more than anything I could sing, but I cannot. It is terrible. Um, I do not want to hear it. Um, so patience. Oh, Miss Evelyn. Miss Evelyn, you seem very patient to me, but you say you're not. Well, I've learned it. You've, le- not, <laughs> you've learned it. <laughs> it it it's uh, at that point that every day I have to remind myself, Evelyn, you are not in charge of the world. Do you do that? <laughs> yes, uh, I, I think I do have to step back and, and do that. You know, there are things that you pray about for years and years and years, and unless you really believe God's going to answer. It, it just, it's like an extension for your uh, IRS tax return. You know it's coming and you've got to deal with it, but you don't want to pay the price. Yeah. Patience um, is to endure something with calmness and the ability to be willingly, willingly accept or tolerate delay. Forbearance, perseverance, and steadfastness. Now, I have a lot of steadfastness in my life, but there are some things that I'm not really patient about. And uh, one of them uh, was with our son, Danny, uh, our youngest son. And you know him, Kathy, comes to your rescue <laughs> once in a while. He has Handy Dan Handyman uh, services. He is and, wonderful. Well, he, he is so precious because he lives Jesus every day. He does. He, he he does. We have called him with emergencies at our house, and he has dropped what he's doing. He has made us a priority. He's and he does a beautiful job in every way, all the way, every day. And he has been a huge blessing to our family. Well, Danny uh, is so totally opposite of our oldest son, David. David could run Mensa. You know, he's like his dad. Uh, Where Danny grew up with a major disability, much like I have, and he has dyslexia and has it today. And um, one of the things that uh, was so hard was living in a family where you have high achievers with a child that is phlegmatic, melancholy, which is peaceful, um, perfect. I mean, he wanted things right. But he never fought about over anything. He just would condescend. And they, it, trying to deal with that in a patient manner was very, very hard for me. And finally one day, Van got his first uh, TI con- uh, calculator. Now, you may not remember that. I remember there. those. Uh, and he was trying to learn how to use it. And Danny was sitting by just watching and and it went on for an hour, and Van was so frustrated, and he had no patience with it. And Danny kept saying, Dad, let me show you. And he said, Danny, just be quiet. I'll, when I get through with it, I'll let you play with it. And it, this went on for quite a while, and they were watching football games. And so I sat over there, and I just prayed, Lord, um, you know, Van needs more patience. He needs to know how to deal with this with Danny. And finally, Van looked over at me, and I said, you know how you shake your head in the avenue you want him to go. And he woke up and he said, okay, Danny, uh, let's see what you can do with this. And so he said, well, Dad, this is what you're doing wrong. And Van looked at him and said, where did you learn this? And he said, well, Dad, I have a special class. I have a special need. I am dyslexic and I have a good teacher. 
And I thought, you know, that is a patient view mm. of life. Mm. But he, Danny is different in that he he has the ability to be patient, but to get the work done. He uh, did some work over in an older part of neighbor of Austin neighborhood just recently, and this woman's ha- uh, door had come off her cabinet. And so he went in. He was there in the neighborhood. She saw him. She asked him to come over, and he went in and looked at it. And he pulled the other door open, and there was five cans of cat food and a box of crackers. And he said immediately, he said, you got cats? And she said, no. He said, I'm allergic to cats. Have you got cats? <laughs> she said, no. He said, well, what are you doing with with cat food? And she said, well... I have five days a month. I don't have any money to buy food, and I eat cat food and crackers. Oh, gosh. And he he said, you don't do that. You don't need to do that. And he made that a project, and before the day was in, he found a Meals on Wheels guy and took him back to that lady's house. And she said, I am not poor. And he said, you are. You need help. So sometimes when we're live, dealing with patients, it means that, we have to be patient ourselves. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's it, it's something that you you transmit to others. And I I have to say, in our household, Dan Davison has been a very patient young man and a patient father, and now grandfather. And so it's something that you you don't learn necessarily. Some people have it. I don't have that gift of patience. Do you, Kathy? Uh, you know, uh, patience it, it, it is a, a challenge for me. Ch- okay. Having children sure. has made a <laughs> profound Different. difference. What yes. about you, Carrie? I tell you what, I always have to think about this. Patience is not the ability to wait, but it's how I act while I'm waiting. Right? You know, because you're going to have to wait no matter what. You're going to have to wait no matter what. But what I do in there can either show Jesus in me. Or can either not show Jesus in me, right? I mean, you've seen those people who are so impatient that it's it's a it's a almost oh, a temper tantrum, right? But how I act while I'm waiting can impact how I feel about that waiting time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, listening friends, as we return, we'd love for you to come back with us. We're here, um, gosh, almost at the end of our show. We'd love for you to come back, and we will be talking about kindness. And we return here on Love Talk. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? 
If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Let's get back with the three love ladies, Carrie Brinkader, Kathy Enderbrock, and Evelyn Davison. You're listening to Love Talk right here on The Bridge. And welcome back, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock in the KTXW studio with Love Talk, and we are talking about fitness, spiritual fitness 101. Okay, so, Carrie, we have started out our, our, our first three sessions, and we are in the very last one. And the, the three attributes, we've started off with love, and we've said love le- leads to all of these other um, fruits of the Spirit. And those first three that we covered are? Joy, peace, and patience. Okay. Patience. We just wrapped that up in our third segment. And, you know, one of the things that I have grown in patience with having kids and and has benefited me spiritually because I've learned that patience is a part of prayer, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and you have to wait for an answer. That mm-hmm. is so true. And And in the Psalms, we see this over and over again. King David said, I, wait, I waited patiently for the Lord. And um, sometimes it does feel like an eternity, especially in our culture where everything is immediate. It happens now. We see the results. We want the outcomes. We really have been raised to not, as we don't want for anything because we're so prosperous in this nation, now we don't want to wait for anything. Um, But this is a true virtue, patience, and especially in our relationship with the Lord, we We are able to be patient because we have a great hope. We have the God of all hope. We are able to be patient because we can trust in his perfect timing and in his plans for our life. And so um, James tells us, be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming, which a lot of us are kind of impatient for. And it says, James continues, he says, see how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. And so I think that we can be patient knowing that we are waiting for good things from God. We can be patient in the in the situation, Carrie, because like you said, you're going to have to wait no matter what. Mm-hmm. So let's wait with that good attitude, that loving attitude to impact other people right where we're at. And mm-hmm. Evelyn, just like you said with Danny, his patience benefited another person. And that's so true. Patience doesn't really benefit us. We just have to wait no matter what. Right. But it benefits those around us. And when we are patient, and thinking good thoughts and loving others, it will help transform our minds and hearts right where we're at as we're waiting patiently on others, waiting patiently for the Lord, and um, just showing patience towards others in any situation. So we're talking about kindness, 
Now, we move on to the fourth Oosh. fruit of the Spirit to wrap up our show today. Mm. And, Evelyn, oh, you are such a kind person, a generous thoughtful. person, yes. so thoughtful. So wrap up this segment for us. We're talking about kindness. How does this fit in? You know, if you take kind out of this, what do you have? It's a similarity. You know, kind means you're... you're uh, like if you're talking about fruit, what kind of fruit? Hmm. So kindness sort of wraps all of this together when we hmm. talk about how it is that we can be patient, how it is that we can be peaceful. Uh, it it takes a, the kindness of of faith, the kind of faith that holds it together. And you're ta- that's in our relationship with Christ. It's in our relationship with each other. Uh, we have to make a, a distinction about what we need to do in every given situation. And sometimes all we can do is just say, I am so sorry, I pray for you. Uh, kindness is a gift, and many of us don't have that. We're in a hurry. We live in a hurry. We it's chop, chop, get this done, on to the next thing. But Paul says in Corinthians uh, 2, 6, uh, 6 and 7, he says, We should live in purity. Understanding, patience, and kindness in the righteousness, in the right hand, and in the left hand. What does that mean, Carrie? The right hand and the left hand. Well, Miss Evelyn, you know, that, that verse is, is so amazing because it says, Understanding patience and kindness in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right? And, and we just go back to that again with we cannot have any of these gifts without receiving the Holy Spirit in our lives. I love this question, this spiritual fitness question that we have. And you brought this up a little bit about being busy, Miss Evelyn. Being busy, I've learned, is not a badge of honor. I used to think that when somebody asked me how I was doing, oh, well, I'm busy, you know, I'm busy, busy, which that's fine. It's okay to be busy, but that doesn't have to be my badge that I wear around because that keeps me from looking after others, right? And here's our spiritual fitness question for kindness. Am I so concerned with my problems, my world, my life, my busyness, that I overlook serving others with kindness? I think that's the question I really want to ask myself. I'm okay with being busy in my life and my world, but am I overlooking how I can serve others with kindness? Right now my my neighbors are going through kind of a hard time. Uh, um, My neighbor's mom just found out she has breast cancer and um, there's a lot of things going on at his work and they're just our sweet and precious dear friends and I don't ever want to be too busy that I can't just sit and listen and take some time with my friends right it's about relationships um, not about our busyness and you know in Ephesians 4:32, it says be kind and compassionate to one another Forgiving each other, huh. just as in Christ, just as Christ forgave you. Oh man! So we're to be kind and compassionate. We're to forgive one another, and we are to look to the Holy Spirit to give us this compassion and this caring. And you know, kindness, Miss Evelyn, is I think so overlooked in our society today. Right? People just want to bully. You know, you want to get your way. People have learned to get their way by being ugly or by bullying to get their way mm-hmm. instead of 
My grandmother used to always say, sweetie, you you will catch more flies with honey than you will with, with vinegar. <laughs> than you will with vinegar. And so I tell my kids that, and they're like, what? Like, vinegar is this foul-smelling thing, right? And I said, you will catch more flies with honey than you will with vinegar. Be nice. Be sweet. Be kind. You will find out that that attribute will 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 just manifest itself into so much more. I love this quote by Aesop. We're now we're going back, folks, to uh, ancient times here. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Mm. It doesn't have to be big. Sitting like Kathy was talking about earlier today, face to face with someone, that is a kind gesture. That's giving of your time. That's giving of your ears. That's just sitting and listening to someone. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. You know, and something that can be very, very simple. I, when I am in the grocery store, I tend to just be focused and oblivious to everyone mm-hmm. else. And um, just it takes no extra time. And w- one of the things I'm trying to do is make eye contact with people and smile. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, try and get out of, you know, the, that frantic list that's running in my head. And so just doing this, it makes me slow down. And just receiving a smile from someone, it is that small act of kindness that is like, oh, that person just saw me. And they smiled when they saw me. They were looking at a good thing, a valuable thing. They were smiling at me. It's just something that's so easy to give away. And, you know, I I love how these attributes, they tie together. And when we um, are trusting God, we can see, we can take kindness and wrap it in a bit of patience, knowing that God isn't finished with that person yet. And it can overflow into forgiveness. I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, when you look at it, uh, it is a gift. There is no way that we in our nature as God has created us to be would not be want to have the very best of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just created within us. We want to be the best. We want to have the best. We want to know the most. And and yet, the one of the reasons that Jesus came was to show it, us basically how it really is to live a life of love. And that's what we're talking about today is love. All of these uh, spiritual gifts that we've named come out of his love for us. And our love for him. We don't get all of them. Uh, we, but he says he will give us a very uh, special gift that we might be known for that and that we might live for that. And what, you know, he promises us. He says all the promises of the Father are yes in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that is a promise. We don't, everybody can't be patient, but we can work on it. That becomes an attribute. Mm-hmm. So I would say to you today, uh, you know, what is your inheritance? That's what a gift is, is an inheritance. Mm. Do you know the love of the Lord Jesus in a way that it can change how you look at your world, how you deal with others, how you help your neighbors? Um, it is important for us to take that spiritual test, 101, and examine our hearts so that we would know that we are very special to the Lord Jesus. I would say to you today, if you're on age 35 or you're out on 183 or you might even be in Fort Hood listening to us today, if you don't have peace in your heart, there's only one way you'll get it, and that is through the love of Jesus Christ. 
He is the Prince of Peace. He has come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So I would ask you today, if you'd like to know more about how to live this life and develop this and use the inheritance that he's given you, uh, give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535, or catch us on the web. Uh, catch us on the web at lovetalknetwork.com. Come visit us on Facebook at Love Talk Radio. Like us, ask us questions, give us your feedback. Uh, we love hearing from you. Next week, friends, we will continue our series on Spiritual Fitness 101, and we'll be talking about goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. For the other two love ladies, I am Carrie Brinkater, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. And come see us. America is being pummeled with horrific problems, political, social, cultural, and spiritual. The 15th anniversary of 9-11 is a reminder for all of us to raise a banner of praise and prayer for our police, firemen, and military. We at The Bridge and Texas National Day of Prayer ask you to join us in praising and praying for all of our first responders. Guard signs are available at ndpaustin.org or call 512-249-6535. It is time, time now to raise the banner of praise and prayer for our police, firemen, and military, as in God we trust. Get your yard signs at ndpaustin.org or call 512-249-6535.